Kia ora, I'm Andrew Whiteside. Mike and Virginia is a play by Kiwi playwrights Catherine Burnett and Nick Ward that opens at the Pump House Theatre in Auckland on the 31st of August 2023. It's billed as a romantic comedy about romantic comedies and stars Andy Granger and Laura Hill in the eponymous roles. In this interview, Laura talks to me about the play and her role. Laura Hill, lovely to talk to you today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, now you've uh, you've just finished rehearsing for the day. Am I allowed to ask how it's going, or is that a jinx? Um, oh gosh, it might be a jinx. I don't know. We just we just did a what we call a stagger through um, of the second act, which is which is different to a run through, yeah. which is when you confidently know what you're doing and know all <laughs> your lines and your moves and where your props are. Uh, and we did a stagger through, which is where you're not 100 percent sure what happens after the scene. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. You look urgently across the wings, and someone goes, "It's the window scene," and you go, "Oh." Okay, <laughs> and you grab the appropriate props and off you go. So, um, no, I think we're I think we're in good shape. I don't want to jinx it by saying that, but I think we're going to be in good shape, certainly by opening night. Well, you, you've done a lot of theatre, so I mean, you, you must be fairly confident with the process that there are there are always moments where you think, oh, but then you know, eventually it comes together, doesn't it? You do sort of have to trust that. I have to say, it's been about. Five years since I was last on stage, so I'm just kind of got yeah, that sort of muscle feels a bit rusty. Mm-hmm. That's not mixing mm-hmm. my metaphors, um, but you do, you do. Once you get back into it, you go, "Oh, that's right." And the first week it feels overwhelming, and then you start to kind of go, "I think I've got a handle on it," and then you go, "No, I've absolutely got no handles whatsoever, and I'm useless, <laughs> and I don't know why I should ever do this ever again." And then somehow it all comes together, ready, you know, for an audience. The creative process, absolutely, eh? yeah. Yes. <laughs> like um, so, without going into into too much detail, the, the play. For you, what's the what do you think it's about? Is it a morality play? Is it what is it for you? Well, I think it probably is true that, um, as as they say in the advertising, it's the romantic comedy about romantic comedy. So it is. Uh, taking um, some of the truths and tropes of that and then sort of upending them. Um, and I think that subversion is where it gets interesting that it's, um, you know, I think we tend to often think of romantic comedies as being, you know, sort of for young people or it's sort of got this naive mm-hmm. kind of take on it. And of course, we're um, <clears throat> not so young. Uh, we're <laughs> now, you know, 40s and 50s. We have we have one younger actress, but, you know, for the most part, um, yeah, it's sort of for an older group of people. So that puts a different spin on it as well. But there's just a little bit more life experience behind it and mm-hmm. sort of the, the the nervousness that anyone has about falling in love um, just sort of has an extra, I think, a bit of bit of weight. When, yeah. you're, when you're a bit older, you've been through the ringer a bit more, you know what can happen when it goes wrong. So you know that the stakes are kind of that much higher. So it actually brings a sort of a lovely kind of depth of meaning to you know what might otherwise just be you know just sort of a light and fluffy piece it's it's actually got some real heart to it do you like rom-coms are you a fan of them personally i'm a sucker yeah i'm Mm. a bit of a sucker having said that you know like i i i I have a cynical side as well, so I want to be transported. I do, I yeah. do. But then, if something's terribly silly, it just kind of takes me out of it. So it's, um, I don't know. Am I, am I a thwarted romantic? Maybe I don't know. But we're want to be romantic or something. Well, I tell you what, I, I've been watching a lot of those. I, I guess you'd call them Hallmark kind of movies, you know, the, uh, mm. and also a lot of Christmassy ones as well in the last oh, couple yes. of years, because. Th- you know, on one level, they're really silly, but there's something really satisfying about just a simple love story because there's so much crap happening in the world that it is a really nice diversion to see two people who may be star-crossed or whatever, but then they get it together and it's really lovely, you know, that I've called me a sucker, but you know. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm I'm all about um, I totally feel you on that. I'm all about soft TV, as yeah. it's called at the moment. Things that sort of aren't super challenging or, or overwrought or angsty or just you know that, that sort of ravage your soul by watching yeah. them. Because sometimes you just kind of go, the world is going to hell in a handcart, and you know what? I just want to watch two people fall in love in a beautiful location. I, randomly, I watched Mamma Mia again the other day oh, when I was doing yeah, a jigsaw yeah, puzzle. Yeah. I tell you, Andrew, my life is rock and roll. <laughs> um, and, but just actually just watching that, and it's you know it's shot in Greece, and it's just mm-hmm, like sunny mm-hmm. and golden and gorgeous and songs, and it's, it's utterly yeah. ridiculous. But it was perfect for the mood I was in. Yeah, no, I, I totally get yeah. it. So describe Virginia to me. Uh, she's a lecturer in film studies, uh, in you know, studying rom-com in, in the play. Um, what is it that appealed to you and, and what kind of person do you think she is? She is um, she is someone who is an expert in her field, mm-hmm. but theoretically, right. uh, but theoretically only. So her own life has sort of um, served her up a sort of different set of circumstances to the ones that she deals with day to day when she's looking at yeah, romantic comedies or sort of the tropes of film. Um, and so I think that she's got a um, I don't know maybe, maybe she's like me in that she's a thwarted romantic and that she wants <laughs> to believe. You know, it's the yeah. Xbox thing. I want to believe. Um, but when we meet her, she's um, just kind of all about her career. She's very buttoned up. She's um, she 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 doesn't want to open herself up uh, to possible the possibility of pain again. So uh, when she meets Mike, uh, she's not prepared to have her world rocked by him. But stay tuned. I think you might know what happens. <laughs> well, I, I actually saw the uh, the first production way back oh. when with um, Lisa Chapel and Will Hall. So it's, I think it's that been a, wasn't even the first one. Oh, I think there was an even earlier one than oh, that. I okay. think so. Well, it's, yeah, it's I'm not a sure, long time so, ago. Yeah, it feels a long time. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but really loved it. So I'll be, I'm really interested uh, to see how this goes. And Andy Granger, I saw um, in Catherine Burnett's The Camper Van. Right. Uh, so I, I know what he's like. And I think you, you two will be a really good uh, dynamic. And are you feeling that dynamic on stage now? Because he's an amazing yeah. actor, as are you. So. Oh, he's very good. Yeah, he's very good, and he's very funny, and he's so experienced. And just this is um, in, a, in a perfect kind of sweet spot um, for him. And he's yeah, he's absolutely killing it. And so we're having a lovely time uh, in rehearsal, just kind of you know lots of laughs, laughs as we, we get the words wrong and try and figure it out, and then kind of you know, figure out what the best way is to do it. And the thing with comedy is that you have to be quite precise. Mm-hmm. So it, you can't just sort of be, you know, loosey-goosey kind of do whatever. Like you've got to yep. hit the word that ends, the, the, you know, that ends the line or, or that move at that moment or, you know, there's a lot of precision to get comedy landing property mm-hmm. properly. And there's, it's not just comedy. There's sort of, you know, there is a real kind of heart to it, especially in the second act. But, yeah, that's what we're in the, in, in the depth of at the moment is kind of discovering all that nuance in it. And, and comedy is tricky, isn't it? Because uh, you, you have to get the lines right. But there's also about chemistry, you know, that you, it has mm. to be believable. So, um, so yeah. And you've got, but you've got a great cast to work with as well, though. I mean, Jodie Rimmer, I mean, she's... Yes. You know. Yes. Oh, no, we've, we've got a fantastic bunch of people. And um, Stephen Paps is in as well. And Muna Arbon, who's playing our young student, and she's fantastic as well. So, I mean, you know, hitting the ground running yeah. from the outset with, you know, sort of experienced and, and very capable people. So, yeah, we're having a great time. And, and yeah, I feel very lucky to be part of it. <laughs> so a couple of final things. Um, from memory, it was it's quite a rapid fire script. Yes. Is that right? So so yes. that must have some challenges, mustn't it? It's the kind of thing that in theatre you'd say, oh, it feels really filmic or it feels really TV because mm. uh, there are quite a lot of short scenes or quite a um, you know, lot of quickly paced ones, um, as you say. Um, but that's part of the challenge of then kind of making it feel 
still like you're in a theatre, not like it's mm. sort of, you know, a poor man's version of the film version of it, whatever, you know. Um, so I think we're enjoying with that sort of setting up certain conventions and then breaking them and, and, and yeah, making people feel like they're watching a play and the things that you can do. There are things you can do in a theatre that you can't do in film mm. um, or on TV, like because you're playing with the audience's imagination. So yeah. I think it can be sort of quite freeing in that way. But yes, absolutely. It's and, and, and that's the, the, the fast pace is part of the precision um, precision that I was mentioning that you just, you, you've got to be on your game. So, yeah, yeah, no room for, for, for messing around. And, and yet there's something about theatre, isn't there? I think because you've got a live audience there, that, and, and often audiences are, live audiences are willing to suspend belief a bit more because they're engaged directly with you as opposed to watching something on a screen. <clears throat> on mm. a screen yeah. mm. I think so. I think and it's something that I think particularly after these sort of COVID years, I think people really respond to having a communal experience. Mm. When you're in a space with other people experiencing the same thing at the same time, breathing the same, hopefully clean air, <laughs> um, you know, there's something, there is something special about that. And it's it's what people are feeling at the moment with the FIFA World Cup, you know. Yeah, just absolutely. That collective experience, I think, adds just sort of another level. And, and you, you get it to a degree when you go to the, to the movies, you know, but, mm. but you are sort of a bit more insulated then because it's just sort of watching a screen that's live theater it's the live that, that, mm. that adds the you, you feel and excitement you, on it. you feel the energy don't you both the audience yes. and, and the performers which is it's quite yes. special so really yeah. the, the final thing um so you've done a lot of film theater and television do you have a preference for any one of those um for the genre or do you like going from one Andrew, to the other? Andrew, my, my, my preference is to keep working. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, yeah. In this industry, my God, yeah, absolutely. I hear you, Sita. Um, yeah. It's, um, I mean, they've, they've got different challenges and I, and I think I've been um, sort of lucky to be able to, I haven't done a lot of film, to be fair, but, you know, sort of flipping between TV and theatre and writing as well. So I've spent most of the last, uh, you know, a few years um, working as a writer with just a little bits of acting here and there. So it's been uh, on, on, on screen. So it's been really nice to, yeah, be back in theatre world as I said it's mm. been for five years so and, and it is a different muscle it is it does yeah. sort of keep you on your toes a bit more because they can't call cut and go again or know that they've you know you can get it you know get in a moment later you've got to save it in the moment if anything goes wrong or just kind of keep going and that's it's scary it is mm -hmm. scary because as you get older as well you kind of go oh my gosh is my brain going to work fast enough to you know <laughs> like remember my lines or pick up this moment or you know and you just have to hope that the adrenaline will get you yeah. through somehow but um yeah, I, I'm I'm excited by the challenge of um, of being yeah back in this in this world. That was actor Laura Hill talking about the play Mike and Virginia, which opens in Auckland on the 31st of August 2023. Now, on my website, you'll find plenty of interviews, reviews, and lots of my opinion. I cover the arts and entertainment industry and the LGBTQ communities. All that on andrewwhiteside.com. While there, you can sign up for my regular newsletters. And if you want to support my journalism, you can do so by buying me a coffee. Links to that also on the website. I am Andrew Whiteside. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you soon. <laughs>